We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Heard Exxon Podcast, Chase Parham, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here this morning little dress rehearsal for us from a new studio standpoint. We are having a uh, a normal podcast for you today. If it goes well, you might see it on YouTube. I don't know. We'll see how the next hour and so go for uh, that. Nonetheless, checking out the uh, the new space this morning, talking the world of uh, the world of sports, including the uh, passing of Mike Leach, the Mississippi State head football coach, did pass away last night complications from the heart incident that occurred on Sunday morning so we'll obviously uh discuss that and much more we've got some recruiting topics coming up today and uh whatever else strikes our fancy over the course of the show a show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford you know to uh take advantage of the lunch specials they change every single day you get any size fountain drink and bread there with that lunch special you also can let them uh take care of dinner tonight ribs Hot case, plenty of different options, including sides and dessert there with the Blue Sky location here in Oxford. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for our buddy Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done four times now. What I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Corey and the people at Clark Ford want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. You'll find out what that means when you make the call, 662-257-1900. A guest join on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters on the squares, the perfect place for your Christmas party or gathering. They can accommodate parties of uh, 10 to 500. Great food, Cajun flair. Holiday drinks in a festive atmosphere. Call Jeannie at 601-842-0948 to request a catering menu and reserve a date. Neil, you're pretty good already with switching camera angles and things. It looks like it's like the podcast version of a a manual transmission a little bit. I'm sitting here watching Uh, you kind of like click back and forth, and it's making me a little uncomfortable, but you seem to have a handle on it. I'm uh, 
I'm learning. I, I, the people at uh, Vault Entertainment, Isaac, Landon, Mike, all three have been in here. Um, Landon, a bunch Friday. Um, Isaac, a bunch Monday. Again, uh, this morning as we tape, he's sitting right here. Uh, they've been great. They've uh, We've had, had – look, you're going to have hiccups when you do stuff, and um, especially when you're dealing with a 52-year-old guy who has only been technologically savvy for – going on about three years now. And uh, when I say savvy, I mean that in the lightest possible sense of that word. Um, but I'm better than I was three years ago, for damn sure. I'm going to give myself Productive, credit. not proficient, right? Is that the... Is, is that the yeah. Um, but I, I, it's I, coming. I'm, I'm, I'm more proficient than You've I ever thought I would be. you got to be a little... You have to be surprising yourself a little bit, given, had I said five years ago, Wouldn't hey, believe it. Running the ship to this no. camera angle level thing no, going I on. Right I wouldn't now. have believed that five years ago, but but we can talk about the summer of twenty twenty sometime and, and and people people get get triggered when you when you bring it up. But I mean we had we had a couple of moments this weekend where the summer of twenty twenty came up. Um you know Campbell, my oldest, our our oldest was a freshman in college. Can you believe that? Campbell's graduates in May. The summer of 2020, Campbell was a freshman in really? college. Yeah. So that that spring she had to come home and she went from being super happy. Life was good. Like you you couldn't have a better freshman year than she had. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can. I guess Quinshawn Judkins says, "Hey, hello." <laughs> sure. But for a non-athlete you can't have a better freshman. It went how you would hope it goes for your kid. Yes, it was. Yeah. I it was ideal. Yeah, and all of a sudden, it was over, and all of those people that she had become such friends with were no longer in her day to day life. That dorm that she loved so much wasn't there. And I'm getting to something here. We did everything we could that couple of months to appease, right, to satisfy and. One of the things that we bought, Campbell's real into fitness, and we bought one of those little trampoline things that you do little workouts on. You know what I'm talking about? It does like a handle. Yeah. And we bought one of those because she had been going to this gym in Fayetteville that she did a workout that incorporated trample the little trampoline thing. Okay. I promise I'm getting to something. And we sold that trampoline the other day, finally, because I asked her, I said, hey, do you still want this Can thing? I- and she's like, "No, I'm, I'm good. I'm, 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 I'm good. I don't need it." And I'm like, "Okay, so we sold it. We got thirty bucks for it, or twenty bucks for it, whatever. I don't know, whatever." But the point was, is that I remember that made me think about that summer. There was a light switch moment where I went, "You know what? I'm going to have to learn how to do some of this stuff because there's no telling what we're facing this fall." And so that was for me. That was like for her, what was for her a a very depressing. Um episode for me was a all right turn the lights on let's go you know you got to figure something out and before that i was just like ah chase will do it i would send you the podcast files like Mm -hmm. you load them and i was like i gotta learn how to do this like what if something happens to him like you know i mean what if what if he just decides to quit what if you know this this covid thing's going around and what if what if we can't be in the same room together for two months by that point i was pretty suspicious of covid if i'm honest but But at that point i mean early on though seriously i mean hey if he's in the hospital for two weeks hey hey, i need you to load this file real quick and i know i gotta gotta do it so i kind of learned how to do it and so since then i'm a lot less intimidated by new stuff Mm -hmm. um but like the one reason we're not live streaming today and i think 
I think we would have been okay. Knock on wood. I think Isaac has solved the has issue. solved the issue. But the 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 we're using three new cameras, as you can see. So there's uh, scene one, there's scene two of me, and there's scene three of Chase. Those cameras were timing out after thirty minutes. So Landon, who had a vacation planned, he left, and there was a little not even a miscommunication. Just a, we weren't all in the same place. But we've figured out, I think, a uh, a solution to it. So if that's the case, we're good to go. Because it was the one thing that, like, if it timed out after 30 minutes or after 40 minutes and we're having to get up and hit buttons and stuff, that's not it, ideal. It felt like a dress rehearsal was not the worst idea. So just, this probably just, this probably was – that's and so there's your, uh, there's your Clark we've Ford got stuff, Studio and, and, and we'll get into the extra podcast, but you guys have hung with us. It's December the 13th, and from an Ole Miss standpoint, there's not a lot of news value today. Um we will have, if you're watching the stream, the stuff behind us. I mean, the studio is not finished. Yet. No. There are plenty of some setup, aesthetic things that are not uh, are not finalized and ready to go at this uh, at this point. We kind of need some trinkets here, like Rogan. We got some area in the in the middle here for yeah stuff. We've got some stuff, and 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 we're gonna move some stuff around. We've got some shelving coming behind him, behind Chase, behind me. Uh, we're gonna yeah. put some stuff on the screens. We're working on some stuff. Just. It's Give just, it a minute. It's just not all done. Yeah. And it is December and people take vacations and stuff. Uh, there's no way to transition out of, hey, us talking about our studio to the real world. Uh, Mike Leach, the Mississippi State football coach, legendary football coach, frankly, at uh, Texas Tech, Washington State, Mississippi State, funny guy, different guy, um, passed away today tuesday morning last monday night, night monday night at yeah. the age of 62 um we talked about this on monday's podcast it was frankly it was barring a a miraculous miracle that's this is where we were headed um i think we knew this on sunday evening that this is where this was headed um i mean first obviously our thoughts and prayers go out to uh, mike's friends and family Everyone at Mississippi State and in, inside their uh, athletics program, uh, his players, his assistants, his staff, most importantly, his family, his friends. He he was a a guy that kind of transcended just his school, his conference. I mean, he's coached in the in the Big Twelve. He coached in the Pac twelve. He's coached in the SEC, and he's just generally sort of beloved everywhere you know he's a different guy for a football coach I mean he's an outlier it was an outlier as a football coach because of his personality and I have a suspicion today and we'll talk to Lane Kiffin today because it was pre-scheduled I have a suspicion that today a lot of coaches are uh, I don't know certainly reflective and and probably for many kind of emotional this was a guy that people liked being around um Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin both, I think, deserve a ton of credit for coming in three years ago that came in at the same time to this state and defused what had become a very nasty rivalry to the point where I've seen some Ole Miss people say, and I think they actually mean it, hey, knowing what I know today, I'm almost kind of glad Mississippi State won that last Egg Bowl. I'm glad that he got to go out a winner. Yeah, we've heard that a lot. I mean, that's been a that's that's been something that's kind of reverberated through the fan base this morning. And yeah, I mean, it's he showed you a different side 
of we always think of all these football coaches. It, not that he didn't work, but just this constant stress, and they wouldn't be a person. They, you know, football coaches, coaches in general, but football coaches especially, have a hard time sometimes being a human. I mean, you talk about you know Nick Saban. I don't know it's election day, and you know, it's like oh, right. stop. Like you're you're right. you're playing a character at this point that doesn't make sense in a lot of ways. Nobody's requiring that of you. And Mike Leach took it the exact opposite way. I mean, he he made it fun. He made it interesting. He was a good coach and a great character. Um, and he gave gave marital advice um, at at press conferences. He did Halloween the, candy spills. Yeah. It's everything. I mean, and look, it's who he was. I mean. To his credit, from an anecdote standpoint, Steve Robertson has been a really good read the last few days because he knew Mike Leach well. They were legitimately friends. They would talk all – they're both kind of night owls. They would have conversations late at night. Um, and he told stories about he was sitting in Leach's office one night and their practice field is right behind Leach's office at Mississippi State. And they looked out there and a bunch of college kids were playing on the practice field and they had snuck in or whatever and – um, Steve kind of was like, Hey, you're going to do something. And Mike kind of turned around and he goes, now they're going to remember that. And that's going to be a cool, that's going to be a cool thing for them much more than the inconvenience that it might be to us. And that that oh. is a, frankly, the field was kind of new. He goes, kind of need it broken in a little bit. He goes, I'm <laughs> actually going to call the intramurals. We should have more kids out there. They should get to experience that and have that memory in their tank. And Steve kind of told him, Hey, Mullen would never have done that. And, Mike was almost kind of like, why? Like, it's not hurting anything. There's a certain... It's just kids running on a field. Just, he, he realized it was a game. Yeah. Mike Leach, above all else, went, hey, at the end of the day, he's kind of in on the, on the secret, on the joke. He's coaching a game. That's no question. Making a lot of money, he's coaching a game. Making millions of dollars to coach a game. And he was not one of those people that... He got criticized some. You know, ironically, I think when he took the Mississippi State job, people thought, oh, this is a bad fit. Because he followed this super serious guy, you know Dan Mullen was serious. Well, Joe Moorhead and and Moorhead too, yeah, yeah. I never even think about Moorhead. Isn't that funny? It's almost like it didn't happen. It was a non-factor through Mississippi State athletics. I guess I should give some credit, although there was the big brawl in their, their game. But Joe Moorhead, and Matt Luke tried to defuse what had. Look, Dan Mullen and Hugh Freeze ramped the damn thing up and, and turned it into something that it was never had to be. Yeah. That was on both of them, frankly, uh, but. I don't know. Leach was, I think Leach fit better at state than anybody ever kind of thought that he would. I thought it would be a terrible fit and it kind of was turning into a fairly good one. He wanted to coach in the sec. He wanted to prove that his concept could work there as well. And it did state has, has, yeah, has, been, has been, I mean, was building and, and growing under Leach. And it was a good fit inside the league for him because his personality would not fit at all SEC schools. There are certain SEC schools that just take it too seriously. You cannot do that. State was not one of those. They, frankly, their media wants to know the coach and be friends, and there's a bigger personal level to 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 it. I mean, there's lots. Well, of, I mean, look I mean, the it. night before he felt he fell, he was at Brian Haydad's Christmas party. He really? came to their Christmas party. Really? Yeah. Brian Haydad has been in shock because he said he seemed perfectly fine the night before. He went to Brian's house to his Christmas party. The night before. I did not know that. Yes. I got to be honest, that speaks volumes about a guy. I mean, he just... Gus Malzahn would do that at Auburn. He would invite the writers over and stuff, and at first they were like, what's this in yeah. exchange for? And it wasn't really an exchange for nothing. Like, this is not a knock on Lane at all, but we don't know him. No. I mean, 
people get frustrated when I say this. People are like, hey, what's Lane Kiffin like? I'm like, I don't know. You, you know as well as I do. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, okay, I've covered him for three years. I've had one short interaction. When I say short, I mean 20 to 30 seconds. And we've texted once. And that's fine. Lane doesn't owe no, 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 whatever. anybody anything. Sure. But it shows you the difference. Like, and it, it's, I felt like I knew Freeze. Yeah. You know, and I did know Matt. I, looking back on this, going down, just down rabbit holes. It's I, whatever. With Matt, I wish that he could have let his personality out. He tried to be somebody he wasn't for a little while. I'm, he, I'm, he had a stress to the job on what he thought it had to be. I'm almost convinced people told him, hey, this is what you need to be. And, 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 and it was like, no, no, just because he's a joker. Mm-hmm. He's a funny guy. Like, let that out, man. You don't, this doesn't have to be so serious. And he just couldn't. And Leach could. And look, Leach had capital that Luke didn't have, right? Because he won. He won at Texas Tech. I mean, that Texas Tech team that Ole Miss played at the end of 2008. They went 11 and 1 in the regular season. And the one just took the steam out of the. But boy, they were good. I mean, I don't know if you remember. Crabtree and those guys. And there was a night, it was the day that Ole Miss beat Auburn. It was the day that I've slept through the Ole Miss-Auburn game on painkillers. That That's night, the day they beat Texas late? Yeah. Well, that yeah. night I was wide awake. Everybody else in my house was crashed because they'd been drinking and stuff all day long, and they were done. And you've been awake for hours. I'd, I mean, I'd slept all day. I was wide awake. And I watched that game, and it was in Lubbock, and it was a classic. And Texas Tech won. And, man, on that night at Texas Tech in Lubbock, Texas, Mike Leach was on top of the football world. Now, Ole Miss popped that team in the Cotton Bowl, but he was on top of the football world that day, and he had his moments. Like, you go back and look at what he did with Gardner Minshew at at Washington State. He turned Gardner Minshew, who's turned out to be a pretty good quarterback now, but he turned Gardner Minshew into a Heisman candidate in yeah. Pullman, Washington. He won both games against Ole Miss in the regular season, 2 and 3 He beat Eli twice. Oh, I forgot about that. He was one of the losses in 03 when Ole Miss went 7-1 and one in the SEC. They lost to Memphis early and then like two weeks later got beat 49-45 by Texas in Tech Oxford. and Mike Leach. Yeah. yeah. Just yards and points everywhere. I think Cutcliffe, it was probably the defining game in the Cutcliffe era from a conservative standpoint because I, I want to say it's what Jonathan Nichols got him into the Rosa Award race. I think he kicked seven field goals that night. As oh, they wow. just kept kicking and kept kicking and kept kicking. And they ended up losing 49-45 at that point. Um, Lane Kiffin would not have kicked seven field goals. I don't think goals. he would have kicked seven field goals. Well, I mean, I'll be honest. It was a couple of, I mean, all joke. This is, guys, it's over. You can be a little lighthearted here a little bit. I'm watching the Egg Bowl, and at that point, you're pretty sure Lane's probably staying. But, you know, you're still like, hey, just whatever. You go, he's kicking field goals. What's up? Like, he seemed weird early on. I was like, yeah. he's not his normal go self. I was like, see, no something. I don't, I don't know. Um, it's... But anyway, um, yeah, again, no rule. We could talk about Mike Leach all day, but 61 for his age. Um, 61. Yeah, okay. 61. Um, he was an organ donor. They were they, they, they did that, participated in that program overnight or either early this morning. I'm not really sure which, uh, which one. Um, Steve reported yesterday that he had never regained consciousness really since the incident on Sunday morning um, as well, but... Lot of a uh, lot of tributes all over the internet, Mississippi State, with a lot of quotes and statements and different things here. Um, 
as uh, this news kind of breaks through the college football world and the sports world in general here on this uh it's sad. On this Tuesday morning. Oh, it's it's I mean it's it really terrific. is. It's really sad that uh we missed the last time this occurred and thank God. I mean it was somebody mentioned to me last night. Thank God it hasn't been very often. Right. Um I Randy said that Walker. Randy Walker, yeah. The Northwestern head coach, he died of a heart attack which brought on Pat Fitzgerald who's still there at Northwestern today. This was in 2005, I believe. Yeah, Walker had just signed an extension and died that summer of a heart attack and Pat Fitzgerald took over that team and um Yeah, he's still there. Um, but I think that that was the last time. Yeah, there was. We missed Rex Dockery, which was kind of frankly before my time. He was the Memphis at the time Memphis State coach. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't see this. Yeah, he died in a plane crash. And there's been a couple basketball coaches. Somebody said. Yeah. So, but Mike Leach uh, gone at the age of 61. Again, our thoughts and prayers go out to his family, to his friends, to everyone at Mississippi State. Um. Just her- horrific. It, it will talk to Lane Kiffin today. I'm sure it will be something that Lane brings up. He'll be asked about it. And I expect Lane to almost be kind of emotional about yeah, it. They I, were, I, I they were, that too. They were good friends. Lane uh, Lane liked Mike Leach. Yeah. And um, he likes a lot of people in coaching, but I think he had a special place for Mike Leach. He talked about, and I bet he'll talk about it again today, uh, at the Pac-12 meetings how they were different than the SEC meetings. The SEC meetings, everybody's kind of, you know, we're, we're, we're going to kill each other in the fall. And at the Pac-12 meetings, they you know, lay around by the pool and talk to each other and just kind of chat, got to know each other's families and stuff like that. And I suspect we'll hear some of that again today. Lane Lane might keep it short to avoid getting emotional. Right. But I, I think uh, I think he will mourn the loss of his friend. There's no question about that. Um, podcast brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Ole Miss in the Texas Bowl to face Texas Tech. Speaking of, uh, in the Tax Act, Texas Bowl, December 28th at 8 o'clock to uh, get your tickets. Those are available now. You can do that at OleMissTix.com. And then also, remember, we still got a couple weeks left in the year. So with the calendar year coming to an end, consider supporting Ole Miss Athletics with your year-end giving to help them sustain their current momentum. For more information on ways to give to Ole Miss Athletics, visit the websites at give2athletics.com. That's T-O, not two. Give2athletics.com. Championship now Ole Miss. Champions now Ole Miss.com as well. Or call the office 662-915-7159. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana, dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Check them out in Oxford or Ridgeland today. We're also brought to you by Dead Soxy. Listen, you still have time to uh, take advantage of Dead Soxy for some of your uh, last-minute Christmas shopping, stocking stuffers, and the like. Go to deadsoxy.com, promo code REBELGROVE, and you get 30% off. 30% 30% off the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. That is a uh, offer that's not being made to the general public, just to our listeners. So rebelgrove.com, I'm sorry, deadsoxy.com, promo code rebelgrove, get 30% off. The College Corner uh, host, or uh, sponsors, I should say, the Davison Igbenosin Show. I talked to Davison last night. We'll have that up to you sometime in the next 24 to 48 hours, maybe less, I don't know. It's brought to you by um, the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel Shop. Two locations in the Jackson area, one in uh, Ridge, Ridgeland, one in Flowood. Plus, you can go to collegecornerstore.com. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. They have the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. 
Speaking of Central Mississippi, the uh, podcast brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand select pieces from top designers, from work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. It's um, therogue.com, therogue.com, or 4450 I-55 North in Jackson. And we're brought to you by our friends at Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, great uh, products, great services, just different names. Uh, if you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call the people at Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. Podcast also brought to you by Style Assembly, Oxford's newest women's boutique, on the square, clothing, jewelry, shoes, purses, sunglasses, accessories, and more. They know what a paint it is for guys to shop for the ladies, so that's why they simplify the process with wish list. Just have her fill out a form at the store or over the phone, and Kate, the owner, and her team will keep it on file. So you have to do is call or stop by and choose something off the list. You'll get the exact gift she wants down to the correct colors and sizes. They'll even gift wrap for you for free. It's perfect for Christmas, birthdays, anniversaries, Mother's Day, or any special occasion. They'll also ship to your door if you're not near Oxford. Also, don't forget they have gift cards, and they can gift wrap those as well. So stop by 203 North Lamar next to Blind Pig. Or give them a call at 662-638-3163 or DM Shop Style Assembly to place orders over social media. Um, yeah, some more stuff in a second, but did you see kind of the way that Navy fired Ken, whatever his name is, over the course of the weekend? I did not. I a just heard that they did. guy who's one of the more pillars of the coaching community, done a hell of a job at Navy upstanding dude as you would imagine but to the to an nth degree they've been there for 25 years they fired him in the locker room after the game at navy come on i mean this is tarmacking the navy head coach after more than two decades couldn't wait till the next day and just heather denich of espn reporting here um says that Ken Numatolo, he uh, was sitting by himself at his locker following the midshipman's 2017 double overtime loss to Army in Philadelphia on Saturday when athletics director Chet Gladchuk walked in and fired him. Quote, first of all, we got kicked in the gut. I was a little bit numb prior to him saying that, so most of it I couldn't comprehend. I'm just like, Chet, why don't you take some time to relax? And he goes, well, it's been building up. Fired him at his locker after the game in Philadelphia. That's an AD who has no emotional control. He's pissed off. It 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 makes no. It, it's a really interesting story because I don't know. I mean, I'm Coach Nuke or somebody would probably be a great podcast guest to try to oh, talk through this be. how this works at some of these naval academy or not for these military institutions because this story highlights a lot of things where Navy has some disadvantages even to Army and Air Force in different ways that is is really compelling. Um, the AD says that. Um, Essentially, he has a goal to win the Commander's Chief Trophy, which is to beat Auburn and to go to bowl games, and that he has not done that here recently, and that is why he is firing him. Says that uh, he's had four or fewer wins three years in a row, and they're two and five in their last seven matchups with Army, and two and five in their last seven with Air Force during that same time span. I spoke directly to the representatives who asked me to uh, had me asked me exactly that question. I conveyed it to them, and I conveyed it for twenty years to the head coach. There's no confusion with regard to what the expectations are, and I think they're realistic. They're reasonable. They're attainable. They're expected. They're resourced. I can't make that any clearer, said the AD. 
when you lose a double overtime game, to say that it could have gone either way multiple times is the understatement of all time. It's one you know this is one of my pet peeves. When someone wins an overtime game, we're like, yeah, we kicked their ass. Well, no, you didn't. You won by a play somewhere. I mean, that's that it was an even game. You got very fortunate. Yes. Yeah. You 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 happen to be the one that won the coin toss. I mean, that's that's it. I don't know. It you know, it feels like at a place like Navy, and you're right, uh, Coach Nuke would be a good guy to talk to. Feels like at a place like Navy there should be a premium on things more than winning. Right? I'm just guessing. Well, is, is and again, I, I keep not wanting to say his last name because I don't want to butcher it. Numatolo, he says that in addition to everything else, it's gotten much more complicated because of COVID because of these extra years of eligibility. And that while the other institutions that he's compared against have some ability for some extra seasons, the government requires all midshipmen to graduate within four years right. and move on. So they can't redshirt. And they don't get the extra years of eligibility. So you've got freshmen and sophomores playing bottle roles against six year seniors at I'm assuming Army and Air Force. Eighteen and nineteen year old kids playing against twenty three year olds. It's not the same. It's not game. gonna work. No, it doesn't work. So yeah, he says here the other two get it. All those others who get their extra year from COVID, I'm not complaining about it. People deserve it. But why weren't we afforded that opportunity? Especially if the other two were able to do some stuff that way. We were in a once in a lifetime pandemic. It's fair. I can't argue with that. Yeah. We have to make this a level playing field. If we had what they had, if I was able to stretch several guys every year, we're sharing our indoor facility with gymnastics. Who else in the country is sharing their indoor facility with gymnastics? There's times we're out there in the freezing rain. I'm like, when else is anybody else practicing like this? He's had some frustration built up, too. Yeah. He, he, he stayed quiet for a long time. And then anyway, went, you know what? Yeah. You're going to fire me in the locker okay. room? Okay. I'll talk. How about that? Yeah. I don't blame him. Oh, no, 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 not, not even in a, he'd been there for 25 years as an assistant and a head coach. He deserved better treatment than that. But man, you get some people in, in athletics that they, like you said, they cannot control their emotions. They, and, and I don't know, that's, that's weak. That's, that's not, that's not ideal. And looking, listen, by doing what they did and him talking, now the people who might be interested in that job take a step back and go, hold up. Before I take this job, I need to call Ken. Yeah, hey, what's up? And now Ken's kind of motivated to go, okay, well, hey, listen, Jim, uh, I'm going to tell you the truth. Hey, Annapolis is great. There's some nice things about it, but know this going in, bud. Yeah, I just find something. I'll get off it in a second. I just kind of find this interesting because it says, he says the other academies are done with classes at noon, which he says is a significant advantage because the football program can feed the players twice and have meetings. He said Navy's classes end at 320 and players are sprinting to practice. He asked for the schedule to change, but was told that couldn't happen. Gladchuck said a lot of the Navy's guidance comes from the Secretary of the Navy and conceded the midshipmen, quote, have to deal with variables that in many cases are not similar. So I don't even know who the Secretary of the Navy is right now. I don't either. There's no telling. With an experienced <laughs> team that includes 22 returning starters to complete against a vastly different American Athletic Conference with depending depending departures of uh, Cincinnati, Houston, UCF for the Big 12, he had asked to finish the remaining years on our contract on his contract. He says, "If we lose next year, don't worry about firing me. I'll resign. You don't have to pay me a sin. I'm not looking for a raise. I'm not looking for anything. I just want to finish my contract. We're really coming out of the pandemic. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't disappointed. I really thought we stood for something different. Gladchuck said the remaining experience in conference realignment was all part of the thought process. 
this didn't come down to a fumble or even a loss game on Saturday. The goals and expectations have been set for years. I think about our but corporate relationships. it did come down to a loss game. I if think they, about our television exposures. What are you talking about? They watch one game. Everybody watches the one game. Might watch Navy Air Force. I think about our responsibility to the conference and our alumni. What do we? What do we do? No, stop. You're telling? Are you telling? I me, guarantee you, alumni get a vote on you or him today. They're choosing him, not you. Well, here's my point. He says it's not about one game. Okay. It was 20 to 17. Flip it. 20 to 17. You Navy. You're not firing the guy you after beating Army. You didn't fire him in the locker room. You fired him because you got upset that your team got beat in a double overtime game that every, that the whole country watches. And you know what the whole country's reaction to that game was? Man, that was awesome. That was cool. First overtime game in the series. And at the end, the the two teams All good. go su- sing each other's song and they show the respect and for one moment, for just one moment a year, we all go, hey, you know what? We we all are kind of the same country. It there is- are two things that I look forward to around that game, and the game's fine. Everybody watches the game. Sure. It's the end and whatever CBS's promo is before the game. Their yes. video they put out yes. that is always the feature link trailer for the game that's awesome every year. That Those are the chills two up and down your spine. Every time. And then at the end, you watch the two teams go to each other's deal, and you see all the people that – those are not normal students. Oh no, no! Those are those are those are real students. Those <laughs> they're not hanging out at Funky's or on Dixon Street or wherever on Tuesday night. Nope, they're studying. They're studying. Um, they're, they're, it's it's they're real. PT at four thirty. Yeah, mean, I got mean, stuff. They, they're getting up and running in the cold with the backpack on at five in the morning. Yeah. Um, and then to see the respect they show to each other, it's always it's a cool thing. Like you said, it's one of those games that a I want to go to. And B, when it's on, and it's the only game on that day, which is cool, I want to watch it. And I don't – people go, well, then no one's throwing the ball. I'm like, who cares? It's Army-Navy, for God's sake. Yeah. I just – I don't want anybody to get hurt, and yes. I want it to be I want it to be cool. I want to watch these people compete. We all watch that game, and nobody cares about the quality of the play. Who cares? No, I mean – Be close. Competitive. Just, yeah, yeah have a good game. And, and it was. And at the end of that game, nobody cared that Navy lost. Everybody was like, oh, man, it was awesome. I mean, go America. That's that shows how out of touch the AD is. Yeah, he the uh, the head Ken closes here. I'm a competitor. It's hard for me to think of, we got the ball on the six inch line and that's my last game. That's hard to fathom. If we win, he's not firing me. How do you fire a guy if you win? If you win the Army Navy game, that's not ever going to happen. Agreed. Yeah. And I guess if you lose, when Navy is getting into the AD coach firing <laughs> hey, process, man. dude. I mean, seriously. So. Kind of let that be a segue into some recruiting stuff okay. without getting like into a lot of details about recruiting or whatnot, because quite frankly, I, it, there's not a whole lot to get into. Ole Miss has a big visit weekend coming up. There's there's a thread. We do a daily thread. It's um, it's on rebelgrobe.com. You can check it out. I was posting some stuff last night. I think it was after 10 o'clock about a couple of visitors that are due in, one from New Mexico, one from Texas A&M. They were both teammates in in high school. Yeah, I, I was trying to think of the name of the Texas school, and yeah. I can't think of it right now. But they're coming in together. Um, Ole Miss is certainly in it on those guys. Ole Miss is heavily involved in the portal. So is everyone else, which sort of makes me ask this, Chase. Mm-hmm. Two things. One, the portal's only been open eight days. This is the eighth day. And there's people that are like, where's, where's the stuff? And it's like, well... Look, there's a lot of possibilities here. Number one, no one at Ole Miss is going to say, here's exactly what we're doing in the portal. 
It's not going to do that. And, and they shouldn't, frankly. But it's possible that A, it's just going slow. It's possible that B, it's not going as well as it went last year for a number of reasons. They don't have the momentum that they had a year ago. Everyone else is in the portal. Uh, kids are smarter right now. I've, I've, I've talked to kids who say this. Hey, we're waiting a minute just to see what the market is, right? Um, it's possible that's that. It's possible that uh, Ole Miss is being deliberate because they don't want to scare off high school kids that they're trying to recruit. It's possible that it's a combination of those things. I think the presence of signing day, and get me, don't get me wrong, 90% or more of the people who subscribe to our, our sites know this. National Signing Day is a week from tomorrow, December the 21st. And I think there's a temptation for some to go, oh, the portal's going to sign that day too. Nope, they don't sign anything. And so their deal continues up until Ole Miss, Ole Miss starts the spring semester, January the 20th. Give or take the 20-something. Okay. 22nd, 25th. Let's call know. it the 22nd for kicks and giggles. And then there's a week or so before drop ad, drop ad ends, right? You can take a class. For those of you who have ever been to college, you know you take a class, and sometimes you get into the class, and you're like, oh, this is not for me, and you drop. Or you go, hey, I've got the wrong class. I need to add this class, and you can still do it without being penalized. There's like a Usually it's like a week to week and a half period where you can drop ad. And you have until the end of that drop ad period, as we saw last year with Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg, to get guys in. That's roughly, give or take a day, January 30, January 31st. Classes begin at Ole Miss January 23rd. Okay. Deadline for course withdrawals January 27th. Uh, last day to register or add classes can go up to February 3rd with instructor approval. Okay, so there you go. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? 
Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So the portal is going to go up until, I mean, February the 3rd is really pushing That's, it. So yeah. let's call it. Let's call it January the thirty first, just for a nice, even sure understanding that it's possible. The football staff can get any kid in through January thirty first. So th- this this urgency that some fans have, and I'm not criticizing, I get it. It's just not based in reality. I think you said it. I think the players are smarter. I think they go, well, what is the price on the open market? How mm-hmm. what what's going to come? What's how's this thing going to move? And then look. Tampering is probably the same, but I do think fewer kids knew exactly where they were going before they got in, where it was simply, okay, I can get in today and I'm going to go take this here and this is where I'm going. Right. No, they went, hold up. Eh. School X has put X on the table. Let me go see if. It was new last year. Everybody was in a rush and, oh God, I better get my spot. Mm -hmm. Because you also, in some ways last year, nobody realized just how few guys or how many guys wouldn't have spots at all. Where hey, they don't have to go anywhere. They can just sit out there in the wind, and end up in D two or something because yeah. that's a huge percentage of the kids who get in the portal is they end up homeless. It's like sixty percent. It's huge. Yeah. So no, it's everybody's a little smarter. Everybody's a little better. More schools are doing more of it. More schools are better at it. I mean, yeah, last year, SC, LSU, Ole Miss, South Carolina, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Everybody else kind of was behind in different ways. They weren't sure how to go about it. They weren't really sure how to build it. Well, that's not the case a year later. And it's also, everybody keeps talking about pay for play, and it's right. It's true. You've got to have that to get in the game. You also got to recruit. So at some point, when money's even or money's close to even or whatever, it comes back to coaching and relationships and opportunities and all the things we always, that the national media can go, oh, God, see, it's great recruiting. Yeah, once the other stuff is the same, it is in some ways. And they don't know these people. You don't know them, unless there's, Unless it's the high school kid you recruited, well, yeah. they, there are no relationships. It's all new and fresh, and first impressions are the end of the story. There is no, there's not time for a second or third impression. And here's the other thing, and this isn't about Ole Miss. Before anybody thinks I'm being cryptic, I'm not. But these kids can all connect with one another on Twitter, on Instagram, on whatever platforms they may use. And so sometimes they do a little research. Hey, School X brought in this pool of transfer portal players last year. Mm-hmm. How did it go? Well, they if if a player who let's use we'll use Mac schools for the sheer f of it. If a player's thinking about going to Ball State, and Ball State added transfer portal players last season, and two or three of them didn't play kind of got screwed, right? Kind of got lied to or it didn't work out for whatever series of reasons. Well, the kid who's transferring from Eastern Washington and thinking about going to Ball State, he can reach out and get those kids on Twitter, on Instagram, and here's the truth. The kids tell each other the truth. The kids tell each other the truth. And so that becomes something you have to overcome. If he goes, hey, coach, 
I heard that it didn't go so well with so-and-so and so-and-so. What, what, what happened there? And on the flip side, the other school that he might be thinking about, let's say it's uh, Northern Illinois. Sure. Well, let's say Northern Illinois brought in six transfer portal guys, and they all started. They all played. And he talks to those guys like, oh, yeah, man, they told us this is what it would be, and this is what it was. Well, he's probably going to pick Northern Illinois over Ball State if the money's even, if everything's the same. Because one did better with transfer portal than the other. And that is something that schools are going to have to contend with a little bit is you get a reputation with how it went with transfer portal guys because these guys that are going into the transfer portal, they're not kidding themselves for the most part. Maybe the younger ones, but the older ones, they're not thinking about college in a romantic way anymore. This is about, hey, here's what you can pay me. Here's maybe the opportunity to get to the league, those kinds of things, right? It's not about, hey, boy, they have a great facility and they do this with uniforms or whatever. Eh, older kids get, they're, they're less consumed. The crap is cut. They're less consumed with that superfluous stuff. And when you're shopping, let's say, in the SEC. It's all good. Everybody's got facilities, man. I mean, go to the games anywhere. Everybody, I mean, like even Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt has facilities. Everybody has facilities. So when you think, hey, we built this state-of-the-art building, okay, cool. That's that's going to help you with some 16-year-old kids. It's it's not going to help you with 21-year-olds. That have seen some stuff. And that know, hey, I need a weight room. I need a recovery room. I need, I need some support from whatever. I want to get paid NIL. Cool, you've got an underwater whatever. That's just not where the decisions are getting based. Yeah, I mean, I've got – we'll continue that. i got a thought on it. We'll do it in a second. First two about Northeast Spark, NESPRC, service people across rural communities, two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's NESpark.com, 662-638-238, sorry, 238-3159, phone service, pro controls, Network security and much more. So get the best internet in Lafayette County, also Pontotoc and Union counties. For people who previously did not have internet there, again, that's 662-238-3159. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All item, items, items, all items at A-Stock Auctions start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at $1. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big name retailers. Astock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. Want it? Bid it? Win it. We're also brought to you by our friends at Solutions RX. It's a probiotic, multivitamin, and supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade manufactured right here inside the U.S., under the highest standards based out of Iuka, Mississippi. They, they provide a lot of things. I tell you about uh, prescription support all the time. They also have a, a litany of vitamins and uh, supplements and things that will help you. I've been using some of their stuff here for the last few months as I've really tried to focus on my health and feeling good. I do. You will too. You go to solutionsrx.com, promo code OEP at checkout. Get 10% off your order. Speaking of feeling good, it's the holiday season Christmas parties are going on. You got the actual Christmas, the New Year's, all that stuff is happening. Keep some game changer patches around. You'll be happy you did. It's the only two patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. 
The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients keep you in the game, ready for the next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com, promo code Oh, I'm sorry, promo code Rebel Grove twenty Rebel Grove two zero at checkout for twenty percent off your purchase. My buddy uh, Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi, he's the beast of Baldwin. He runs ACS. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider, a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. It's got a full time dedicated emergency and troubleshooting staff and a UL five zero eight A panel shop. To learn more about ACS, go to acsllcms.com or call six six two six zero one. 4381. Podcast also brought to you by Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you to be uh, delivered directly to your door. Their two most recent options, the lemon and cracked pepper and the New Orleans style barbecue. A great one there for uh, those who love New Orleans and that type of flavor for you. It's a New Orleans-based company that also offers your two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp. A better option than what is at the grocery stores. We're very similar to that. You can use code MPW for $20 off your first order with Prime Shrimp. Again, that's primeshrimp.com. Money back guarantees if you don't love it. So check them out today. Again, code MPW. <clears throat> just rolling with the Mike Leach stuff on the on Twitter and stuff. I mean, it's just one thing after another after oh, I'm another. Sure. He and Bruce Feldman were very close. I see Bruce has a podcast out um, that he clearly had ready for this morning. So, uh, if you're looking for some anecdotes and things, uh, Bruce was either his writer or ghost writer on Leach's Swing Your Sword book. I think. I'm pretty sure about that. So um, might be one to check out if you have time today after your MPW digital offerings that are, uh, that are out there. No, I mean, look, it's, it's like anything. It's experience. It's players who are in the portal. They're in the portal for... One of a few reasons, because it didn't work out at their school they were at. They were better than the current school they were at and want bigger opportunities on bigger stages. Um, They've played well enough to get paydays. Let's be real. Or they see they have one last chance at a draft situation and they got to get somewhere where they feel like they're being developed or at least gives them the right opportunities for that. And there's a lot of different ways you can put this into layman's terms for people who are not athletes, but it's all human nature and all the same thing. I mean, take... I mean, I mean, Neil, you're a good example for this. I mean, when you ran your first marathon, you did a bunch of research and you're looking at different things, but you knew far more on your third or fourth or whatever it ended up being from a recovery standpoint. Yeah. When I went into it and you go, hey, what do you need on the first one? Well, I need a treadmill. And, hey, that screen up there is pretty cool when it's got a lot of bells and whistles on it and it does all this stuff. And, hey, there's these cool socks and shoes and whatever. That's kind of your high school junior. He's going in his thing and seeing all this flashy stuff. Yep. And then after your fourth one, you go, I just need a tub with some cold water in it, and then I need this, and I need some electrolytes. And like, hey, who's giving me the electrolytes? That's what I need to know yep. is where, you know, who's fitting me for the shoes, not just giving me the cool shoes. That's a totally different thing. Absolutely. And that's what those dudes are trying to figure out right now is, no, 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 I've, this is a business now. That's why Lane likes it. It's a business now is what is in this one year, how do I maximize wherever it is that I'm at? How do I get better from that? And here's also where I think Ole Miss is different than some other schools and maybe different than Ole Miss in the past. I don't think they waste a lot of time on guys that they can't get. Right? Like, I'm not picking on Hugh Freeze here. But Hugh Freeze loved to bring in the five-star player. He loved the pub attached to that. And I get it. 
because sometimes it brought in other five stars. Like it's the supermodel theory. Hey, why is that supermodel looking at that guy? Maybe I should look at that guy too. He didn't get many of those guys. No, he wanted to be associated, thinking there'd be a secondary benefit to that. There's no doubt. And and there may. But again, for a look, this is hard for coaches to get. For every recruit you don't get, every minute you spend is wasted minutes. Absolutely. Bingo. That's it. And so I can't even think of the kid. He played in the NFL for a long time. He was a cornerback from Florida. Um, oh, I don't know. I'm, 15 people will post it on Jalen Ramsey. Well, Ramsey was one for sure. Now, they, I think they were actually closer to Ramsey yeah. than they, they got credit for. Uh, this was, um, he was buddies with Kim Dietschy and and I, I just can't. It was remember. in that class? Yeah. They were never getting that kid. They spent a lot of energy on that kid. They spent a lot of energy on Carl Lawson. They were probably never really going to get Carl Lawson, right? They spent a lot of energy on those guys. Kiffin and them don't. I think he knows. Vernon Hargraves. Vernon Hargraves. Thank you. That was going to drive me insane. Vernon Hargraves. Ended up at Florida. And he was always going to Florida. But he visited, and he liked it. And He they, was the number three player in that class. And they spent a ton of time on him because Freeze wanted to he The splash couldn't be big enough. And that's not a criticism. I, I understand it. But Lang looks at this five-star stuff, and they might end up getting a couple of five-stars because Sunterine Perkins and Aiden Williams might actually get five-stars. Um, they have they have advocates at Rivals who watched them last week who are uh, smitten. But regardless, he's not going out recruiting these national guys, five-star guys, because he, I think he knows he's wasting his time. He doesn't want to waste his time. They're trying to be more efficient. I've when we finish with this podcast, by the time you hear it, I'm probably going to have a list of visitors to you. I've just kind of accumulated one. I've got some information on uh, some guys that are due in. They've got five guys due in midweek, including um, A.J. Halsey from New Mexico, Chris Marshall from Texas A&M, who we already talked about um, in the show. They've got uh, five high schoolers coming in, or four high schoolers and a, and a transfer portal kid coming in this weekend, including um, – Two, Jamarius Brown, Aiden Williams, who are both already committed to Ole Miss. Kelly Jones is committed to Mississippi State, but uh, had a big week in Mobile, is getting more interest. Ole Miss offered last week. They're bringing him in. I talked last night. Actually, it's two, three high school kids, two uh, portal kids, Paris Shand, the Arizona defensive lineman. I wrote about him last night at rebelgrove.com. He's due in uh, this weekend as well. So, And I think this weekend – it's the final weekend you can bring guys in before the dead period. I don't think you can do it that next weekend before Christmas. But there's a 21st is signing day. You can sign more high school guys in February if you choose to. It just I think we have a tendency to look at it and go, it's this one big day and everything. And it's not. It's just not. And then like you talked about this, I think, a week or two ago. Maybe it was Tyler. I can't remember. I think it was you, Chase. It's gonna portal's gonna open back up in April. Oh. Maybe bigger. Guys are going to go through spring, and they're going to be like, I don't like this new coach. Or I don't like my chances. And they're going to jump in the or portal. Or they brought in these portal dudes who are taking my job now. Right. Or I, I, this this isn't what I signed up for. And, and they're going to jump in the portal. So there's going to be more stuff that happens in May. It just. Well, that Alabama receiver jumped in the portal last night. I mean, yeah. you know. Guys just getting in. See, what's up? I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. I was loading. This is the biggest Neil's picks of the year. It's lots of games. 
I spent yeah, hours. What is the requirement on that? Just pick scores. No, my question. What do you mean? You're not instead of long paragraphs. You don't have to do paragraphs. Yeah. Well, no, I was saying you have to put them all in now. Like, what is our what is our cutoff? From a from an administrative standpoint, it would be awesome if we everybody <laughs> would just get them in because I'm not, I don't want to chase you guys down on the 27th. Hey, don't forget. Well, again, I can do it. The problem is the other two can't get into the system. Well, Brian can. Brian can, but he yes. for, he forgets. And anyway, what? But point is this: okay. I was loading those games, and I'm like, shit, I don't know who's going to win that game. Like, like Purdue, for example. Is anybody going to play? Like, who are their people? Like LSU's playing. Is Daniels playing? Are they sitting Daniels? I mean, you know, like there's one game was like, okay, both of these teams are going to have backup quarterbacks. Iowa, Kentucky, right? Um, <laughs> Levis is out. Who knows what the hell Iowa is? I mean, how do you pick these games? Well, that when you pick the under. Well, yeah, yes, but when under. you're having to pick winners and spreads, it's like I don't know. It's I mean, it's like it's, it's chaos. motivation and who's playing, it's and ca- not in that order. Yeah, who's playing, and how motivated are they to play? Well, it's like I mean, the game Ole Miss plays. Texas Tech seems to kind of care. Their fan base is like juice for this. Davison said Ole Miss has been having uh, intense practices. He says everybody's fresh and they're really competing and getting after each other. And I'm like, huh. Didn't see that coming. And that's kind of not what Troy said, you know? So I don't know. We have some practice access today, tomorrow. I'm going to go. I'm not really sure. I know what I'm looking for. Um, I mean, I, it's, it's, it's hard Davison referred to the game as must win. Did he really? He did. And I thought that was interesting. Because I don't know how you... Really? Yeah. I don't know how you make it a must win game. I don't know how you get there. But for him, he said, hey, we, the way we finished, we we have to finish on a if win. If you care at all about media attention, if. Yeah. It's up to you guys. Figure it out. Right. If you care about media attention, you need to win the game. Because going into next season, there's a much different, hey, they won their bowl game, Judkins, nine wins versus eight and lost the majority of the games on the back half of your schedule. Right, wrong, or indifferent, it's look, it's not in a vacuum. I don't know what other teams are doing. But as long as Ole Miss has some portal success and you can argue they fix some holes and things, again, if this matters, it doesn't really matter. But if you think it matters, I think winning the bowl game is worth three to five preseason top 25 spots next season because of what that overall has your sort of season at at that point. Nine and four, not eight and five. Won a bowl. You got Judkins back. You got Dart back. Yeah. Stuff. I mean, again, up to you. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. That, whether that matters or not, it's up to you. But that's what I think. I guess I look at it and think, yeah, for 24 hours or so, it's going to feel significant, but come... Well, I mean, the portal matters much more than whether you win the bowl game. Yes. Tell me who the dudes are for next year. Like, I guess what I'm saying is when I start turning my attention fully to next season and I'm looking in the summer, I don't know that the result of the Texas Bowl is going to factor into how I expect 2023. Well, it go. won't for you. I'm talking about just your flyover guy, though. Oh, He's yeah. just looking how many wins SEC teams had. And he's going, oh, Lane Kiffin, okay, positive, because they like Lane. It's nine wins. Oh, right. well, he went 10 and nine in two years. Well, oh, they yeah, went 19 sure. games over two sure. years. Oh, the running back's back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, they would start. Check. 16th in the, the country. The, the writer right. from Dubuque goes, oh, well, they're 14th. I mean, going to. Yeah, no, you're right. 
And, and if that matters, again, it's up to you. I don't know. And, and to some people, that matters. I think to me, I look at it as just from my standpoint. Yeah, sure. I, right, I, I'm right. like, ah, none of that matters. Like, who cares? Um, like I told you, my, I literally, but my my one New Year's resolution that I'm going to make is I refuse to spend any emotional or intellectual energy on preseason rankings. And I refuse to do anything with week one other than to go, oh, that was a good game. Mm-hmm. They won. Now, who does Ole Miss open with? Why'd you ask that? I, I don't know. I could have easily told you had you not asked that. I don't look it up. Tulane's week two out there or down there, whatever. Is the quarterback gone for Tulane? This is his He's last game. He's got to be gone, right, Pratt? I don't know. Everybody got like COVID years and stuff. Uh, Mercer. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Forgive me. The Bears. Yeah. Ole Miss opens with Mercer, then at Tulane, Georgia Tech, at Alabama. Frankly, I won't make – oh, God, look at that slate. Georgia, Alabama, LSU, Arkansas, Auburn. Woo. Georgia, Alabama, LSU, three in a row. Who'd they piss off? No, Georgia's later. It's Georgia Tech. Oh, it's Tech. Georgia Tech. Sorry. It's, it's Mercer okay. at home, at Tulane, All right. Georgia Tech, at Alabama, LSU at home, Arkansas at home. Well, that's a stretch of games. Open date. They'll need one. At Auburn, Vanderbilt. At Auburn. Whew. The hype on that thing. God almighty. And we get two weeks for that? We get two weeks to talk about Hugh Freeze. Hey, thanks to the podcast gods. Yeah. Uh, Vanderbilt at home, Texas A&M at home. At Georgia, ULM at home at Mississippi State on Thanksgiving night. Okay. Okay. Georgia Tech hired whom? Uh, they they promoted uh, 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 Brent, Brent Key. That's right. That's right. Isn't it funny? You can't do this without in your head going WLW. You just do it. You do it every time. No, I was kind of like in my head going, here's your 3-0. You know. Assuming you went at Tulane. I've got them four and two at the open date. I mean, four and two at the open date. And four and two at the Hugh open for two date. weeks. Okay. Hugh, yeah, I mean, that would do. Worst things. In my mind. God, that Auburn game's huge. I, and I gave them. I got to quit. I, gotta, we're I gave them Auburn. And in my mind, I have them at seven and four going to state. Okay. Without knowing half the roster, but yeah, good and, job. And stupid. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'll freely admit, I'm an idiot. Yeah. yeah. No idea who's playing eight different <laughs> positions, but sure. Yeah. I, who's the offensive line? I have no idea. Yeah. Who's the defensive line? Um, Some dudes. Yeah. Who's the linebacker? Don't know yet. But sure. But you've got him at eight and four. Yep. <laughs> and then oh, and here's the other thing. Like, on some of the teams that they're playing, like, I have no idea what Alabama will look like. I have a feeling LSU is going to be really good. Um, I have no idea what Arkansas is going to look like. They've got like 16, 17 guys in the portal. What does Auburn look like? How in the world could you predict what Auburn's going to no, look like? You have no pr- you know, um, idea. I think Vanderbilt will be slightly better. Um, no idea what A&M is going to look like at all. Mm-hmm. Georgia's going to be really good because they can't help it. I mean, ULM, that's a win unless they decide to do water skiing, at which point y'all are in trouble. Yes. And then... Hey, we, at this point, I mean, not to today's the wrong day to do this, but you don't even know who their coach will be. What will they look like? What will yeah. they do? You know, I mean, so I, there's I will, no way. Again, 
plenty of time for that conversation. I'll say one sentence as we move on. I'll be kind of surprised they don't give it to Zach Arnett for a year and then regroup. Give him an audition. See how that goes. I would be a little surprised if it was not that decision. Yeah. It's a quite, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, much later for that conversation. So. All right, we'll come out of the break, talk a few more things. But first, I'll tell you about a new gift box option available through Johnson Hill Creamery. Been talking about those for holiday shopping. They're great for teacher's gifts. you got to figure those things out. Still a couple days to take care of that if you have not already. But this one, it's got two house cheeses, two select artisan cheeses, prosciutto, soppressetta, olives, truffle honey, fruit, and all wrapped up and ready to make the perfect gift. You can also add a small cracker box tied on top for additional charge. To make it even more special, you can order off the website or give them a call. They just need 24 hours notice for these different offerings. They've uh, got new gingerbread cookies out. Seeing that on their Instagram page at Johnson Hill Creamery on Instagram. So head on over to the website. Give them a call. 662-419-9201. You know, they make all their cheeses locally and in-house every day. So let them take care of your holiday needs. We're brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. It has been uh, serving the Oxford area for uh, almost three-quarters of a century. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. LamonsFineJewelry.com, 662-234-2777. We're brought to you by Pinnacle. Uh, Pinnacle can uh, get in touch with – you can get in touch with Pinnacle, and they will take a look at your 401K plan with their Pinnacle 401K advisory services team. It's MyPinWealth.com. M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Uh, we talked about the road to Boise, which we've had some fun with. I saw someone on YouTube is saying we're having too much fun with it. I'm just being silly about the Eastern Michigan thing. I, I, I really? Just, yeah. Uh. The literalists don't like, they don't like anything much. But anyway, if you're planning a trip, let me tell you, we've done it now. It's so easy. Give John some parameters and give him a budget. That's really important. If you've got $2,000 for the trip, tell him that. If you've got $8,000 for the trip, tell him that. It's two different trips. Nothing wrong with either one. Give him a budget. He will give you a uh, a trip that was going to create a lifetime of unique memories. 901-494-3387 or jedwards at regencytravel.net. Uh, Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square is the perfect place to plan your Christmas party. Uh, featuring fabulous food, craft libations. Let OPA host your company dinner or festive party event. They can accommodate up to 200 guests. For catering or booking information, contact Jeannie, 601-421-7147. I'll have a mailbag up Wednesday. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662 842 3844. We'll have picks. I think the plan is to put them up on Saturday. That's brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, they can help you regardless of your level of experience, whatever field you're looking for. And if your company is looking to hire uh, quality, hard to find talent, Service Specialist can help you too. It's uh, 662 832 5138 or Service Specialist LTD.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. 
These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. And are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify? Andy Ledecky can help. He's a longtime Rivals board member, diehard college football fan, franchise veteran. He owns multiple franchises and businesses and uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. Call Andy. Put your life and career in your own hands. It's 100% free, so you have nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Or contact Andy Ledecky anytime at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or 404-973-9901. Podcast also brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer medicine. Fee prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery. You have everything you need when you need it with G&M. So, again, uh, if you'd like to transfer your medications, one call. They take care of the rest. Again, the 662-236-2222. Yeah, I uh, saw on Twitter somebody else mentioned Rex Dockery. They were, he was also a head coach at Texas Tech at one point um, prior to his uh, his death. So, a couple of the ones that have happened oh. both at Texas Tech. Uh, Dockery was at Tech. 78 to 1980 prior to Memphis State at the time, 81 to 83, when he uh, passed away in that plane crash. <clears throat> you brought back a little blast from the past. It's a little amazing that it's almost 10 years since the Comdici class. It was 2013. Yeah. Yeah. It was about this time a decade ago that I had a conversation. Those dudes are getting close to 30. That I had a conversation with someone close to the program, and I said, this Tunsil thing, is it real? Yeah. It shows you at the time how little, I don't know if respect's not the right word because I don't like that word here, but that Ole Miss had because Laramie never lied. He had Ole Miss in the top five and the top three the entire time. Yeah. He just told the truth. It's Ole Miss tried to keep it quiet. Yeah. And in hindsight, that was a mistake. Should have blasted it. Hey, we're all, it should have been like, hey. Um, just John so Cusack you, with the boom box. I mean. Just so you know, we're in on this Tunsil thing. Yeah. You should write about Tunsil. That was the error. <clears throat> because it happened, and to national people, they were like, wait, wait, what? They just went and bought Laramie Tunsil. It's like, no, no, Chris Kiffin really recruited him hard. And they gave three scholarships. They gave three scholarships. and He was worth it. Georgia and Alabama sort of fumbled the official visits. They did. And Ole Miss nailed he it. He wasn't a partier. No. And so when everybody else was partying, I mean, he went to the library for that night or whatever, but he wasn't there long. He liked that the bars closed earlier. And he just hung out and played. He won't play video games. PlayStation or Xbox or whatever it was that they played back then. Well, I mean, look, he was very similar to, from that standpoint, you know, another lineman. I mean, you know, one of the one of the kind of the famous things in Blindside was Leanne Tui told the Ole Miss coaches, I guess it was Freeze and Orgeron at the time, I guess it was Orgeron at the time, um, hey, he's not a partier. He doesn't like people. Take him to Old Venice, get him some chicken Alfredo, and take him home, and it will work. Just mm-hmm. trust me here. This is kind of how that how that happens and it was whatever i'm looking at this 13 class pretty good at the top but it's, it's really funny how you look back i mean Vergra- hargraves at three kandichi at one jalen smith at two laramie at four sue cravens at five reuben foster at six um max brown was the big quarterback in the class he flamed out he, he was he was an sc commit that never did much of uh much of anything um 
Chris Jones under ranked at 18. A historic rise for him there to Mississippi State. Got that, got that right. He's still a great player. That's an underrated, odd recruitment of all time is Jones that last couple weeks. That was a Sunday morning I'll never forget. Oh, dude. I was geo-tracking a photo into a fraternity house. And we nailed it. That's right. He was, in fact, in town. Carl Lawson at 22 in that class. Von Bell at 26, somebody who you really forgot, but he's been a good uh, NFL safety over the uh, the years. Derek Green ended up a little lower, but he was that Michigan run- signee running back that was with Treadwell and Kamdichie when they were in town that day when it really blew up that Ole Miss had all these five stars visiting at the same time. Green was in that uh, in that mix there. Yeah. Talk more NFL tomorrow, but uh, Cowher Murray going out with a non-contact ACL injury last night. So, uh, oh, is that right? Yeah, first you don't see this first no. first drive of the game, he leaves ACL gone um, for Cowher Murray. Um, oh, that's why Peyton and Eli were talking backup quarterbacks. It was kind of on in the background. I was working okay. with this stuff, and yeah, because Patriots come back and win. They're actually I'll do the playoff thing in a second. They're in the playoffs as of today, as they sort of fumbled their way through a win over the Cardinals without Kyler last night. Because um, I think the Cardinals are like 4-9 and nine now or something like that. But yeah. thoughts with him, because that's that's a good bit of potentially next season too. We'll see. Yeah. Kind of depending, but it's... ACLs are all over the place. December. Yeah. I mean, pushing it being ready by August. You still have a tie at the top in the AFC between the Bills and the Chiefs. Obviously head-to-head, the Bills won, so they would be the one seed today. The two-seed Chiefs would play the New England Patriots in the first round. Patriots having a uh, a tiebreaker over the Jets and the Chargers. So all three of those. If they're the Chiefs, I got a feeling the Chiefs want to see the Pats or the Jets. They don't want to see the Chargers. No, you don't want Justin You don't Herbert want Justin Herbert there. across there and have to deal with that. No. And I don't know who's remaining for anybody or anything else. But uh, Ravens still hanging on to that three-seed. They're at nine and four. They would play the Dolphins as of today. I'd watch that game. Yeah. Big game for both those quarterbacks. Yeah. Huge game for, for both, both those guys. quarterbacks. Yep, yep. And then the Titans would host the Bengals today. Good luck. The Titans would not want the Bengals as their five, and the Bengals would be more than happy if they got to go on the road to do it in Tennessee. Yeah, and that would set up a Bengals-Bills. No, it wouldn't. Bengals, yeah, the four. I don't know. Well, it would depend on, well, on, the, on, on the other games. Yeah. If the Bengals won, they could not play the one. Okay. Well, I guess they could. But, well, well, anyway, whatever. We'll figure I'm, it yeah, out. I'm, I'm, What's the NFC picture? Philly's the one. Ten and one. Two-game lead over the Vikings. Okay. Pretty much over. Yeah. Vikings would host the New York Giants today. The okay. Giants have a half-game lead on the Seahawks. Okay. Seahawks still in it. The Lions are only one and a half back. That's who I'm cheering for. They got to Give me that. Got a shot. I mean, it's they got to make it moving, but... But there's no margin for error, but I tell you what, they're they playing really. Out. They're playing really well. But I think they might have to win out. Okay. And that's, that's 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 hard, hard to do. Yeah. Um, without knowing who's left or anything else, the 49ers are the three as of today. They have a two game lead in the West. They're in good shape. They would play the Washington Commanders today. Okay. And then in your four or five, the Cowboys to the Buccaneers, as we mentioned last week, where Sign me Dak up. would have to go win a game. Sign me up. San Francisco just destroyed Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. on Sunday it would be if Dallas lost Dude. it would be a monumental franchise altering franchise shaking loss look I'm kind of with you I want to see the Lions get in just for the fun of it mm-hmm. 
Here's the remaining schedule. Okay. Big game on on Sunday. Okay. Big on Sunday. At the New York Jets. Okay. Do you get it? Doable. Mike White's banged up. Whatever's yeah. going on. Doable. They're close. Panthers, Bears, Packers. Oh, it's, it's the it, it's, it's the worldwide right it's the worldwide web right there. That's three W's. It's right there. Oh, sign me up, God. I mean, who knows? And they would sneak in as the seven, I guess. They're one and a half out of the seven right now. Yeah. Well, the Vikings would not want to look up and see the Detroit Lions. The Giants games remaining because they got to lose somewhere for this to matter. Oh, mm, okay. their schedule. Okay. At Washington. Right. At Minnesota. Mm. Indianapolis. That's a W. And then they won't care, but at Philadelphia. Philly probably won't play anybody. So that's probably a W. Because if you're Philly, you you can't. Yeah, that's a gift for the Giants that you get the Eagles in Week Seven or Eighteen right there with nothing to play for. They're, they're if they're playing their starters, it's for a very short period of time. And then the Seahawks, the other team, that's sort of in this equation. Just quickly, their remaining schedule because they would have to lose again too is Forty ers this week. Okay, at Chiefs, Phew. Jets. Mm. Rams. Oh, they ain't going unbeaten. They're not going unbeaten. Mm-mm. There's a loss in that bad boy. Somewhere. Maybe two or three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, frankly, they could go 0 3 their next three. They've also lost three of their last four. Seattle's kind of coming back to earth a little bit. Yeah. I mean, they're not the most talented team in the world, so it's not a shock that they're coming off that to to some to some degree. Uh your Thunder lost last night. Congratulations. Uh, no, they're eleven good. and sixteen now. They lose to the Mavs, which have had a hard, even with Luca have had a hard time kind of getting away from five hundred. They've been right around five hundred all season to this point. SGA had forty, I think forty two. Oh, points. did you really? Yeah. Luca and SGA together had eighty. So I don't know what their individuals were. Two really good players. That's, two people who are proficient at basketball. That's very true. The NBA renaming the MVP after Michael Jordan. They're doing some awards updates. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he was good. And then a little bit of NFL news as well. Cole Beasley, the wide receiver, coming out of retirement to join the Buffalo Bills practice squad. So, don't know. The Bills are having a hard time at receiver, so just adding a body there um, for the 33-year-old who has that. So, uh, probably some more Mike Leach reaction tomorrow. We'll hit whatever else is going on, probably some recruiting as well, as uh, there will be visitors I guess today, um, on campus here in Oxford for uh, that appears Lane to be, Kiffin, appears to be the case. Lane Kiffin talking later today, so we'll break down whatever he has to say in all capacities as well. So uh, that coming up on tomorrow's show and on the site at rebelgrove.com. So hope all of you guys are well. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better, and your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. 
Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. 